Hello and welcome. You've tuned into Active Listening with T4 Tactics. I'm Marco Galbraith, your host, and our podcast is all about personal success and networking. We'll discuss small business tips, health and wellness issues, personal safety tips, financial gain, and a variety of other topics from professionals in the field. And once in a while, we'll throw in our area of expertise, firearm safety and active shooter response for businesses, churches, and schools. So sit back, relax, listen, and learn. Active listening with T4 Tactics. Hey, welcome to another episode of Active Listening. I'm your host, Marco Galbraith with T4 Tactics. And uh, we've got a unique uh, podcast today with some some local people that own a ranch. That's cool. Does tell us about yourselves. Well, let me say, today's the 6th, March 6th, 2023. Wow, it's, I can't believe it's March already. That's amazing. So Carrie, you want to start? Yeah, so I'm Carrie. Um, married to Seth. I've been... Uh, deputy in Campbell County and we just recently started a ranch in 2021. Cool. Uh, my name is Seth Reed. Um, originally from kind of all over the place up and down the east coast. Uh, originally from up north and then I lived in New York after 9-11. We moved out of New York. Uh, been down here in Virginia for probably 12-15 years mm-hmm. now and then uh, also in law enforcement in the city of Lynchburg. Excellent. Okay. And you're canine, right? Yes. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. And you had a, but you had a, when I first met you, you were fired. Did you volunteer Concord? Yeah. Fire I was Department? a volunteer on the rescue squad. Yeah. And military? Yep. Prior military? Yeah. Served in the Army Reserves. Okay. So how did you guys meet? So we met at the gym. Um, Seth was doing some shrugs watching me do pull-ups one day Mm -hmm. and uh then he originally went to virginia beach and we did distant for two years before coming back to distance tough yeah yeah long distance it definitely sucked yeah yeah traveling back and forth because i was in law enforcement in virginia beach okay and um and then our first date was at our church concert so uh and then that kind of kicked things off from there, uh, we drove back and forth pretty much every weekend. We had off or days off together, and then uh, right around like the two-year mark, uh, we ended up getting engaged. And then uh, Carrie didn't want to move out to Virginia Beach, so I ended up transferring uh, here in Lynchburg. Cool, yeah. So, uh, did you like Virginia Beach? All the like in the summertime, it gets to be a different world, right? Yeah, kind of like Daytona Beach, where I'm from. It's like wow, spring, summer, fall. It's great. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I ended up working on the west side of the city, so I worked uh, right next to Norfolk. Mm -hmm. So it was rough, um, but had a great group of guys, really good training. Um, I have nothing but good things to say about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Learned a lot there. Really fortunate to be grounded there. Right. And then um, to have transitioned here and be able to take some of the knowledge I had. Yeah, yeah. I got in there. Absolutely, absolutely. so you both are in law enforcement. Um, why did how come? Why did you want to go into law enforcement? What made you transition from your interest in fire department to law enforcement? Um, I originally wanted to be a flight medic in the FBI. Wow, was my kind of goal. Um, and I went to LCA, so I had a scholarship to Liberty. So yeah. instead of obviously Liberty doesn't do a paramedic program, so I started with nursing school. Realized nursing school is really not for me. Right. Um, Transitioned to criminal justice, and I ended up leaving my sophomore year of college to join the army. Talked to one of my my professors. He said, "Join the army. It's more boots on the ground. Look better for the FBI." Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. Ended up coming back in time to finish summer school, so I could still graduate on time. 
um, in the meantime, my senior year of college, I met Seth. So yeah, do you ever think about? Ah, I wish I'd gone FBI. Uh, not now. Not yeah. with everything that we've started. And right. Yeah. 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 FBI is a lot of travel. Also, it's um, it's tough. It's tough on a family. I've yeah. had friends that are in the FBI, and I considered it early in my career. And the thing that stopped me from doing it is I had friends in the FBI and they said, you get settled in a city and all of a sudden, boom. Time to go. And it could be anywhere in the world. And your kids and spouse have to put up with that travel, tra you know, constant travel. Yeah. Um, and there's been, since you guys are current law enforcement, you don't have to comment, but the FBI has changed a lot in the past three or four years. It's really, it's not the same FBI that I worked with when I was a cop, it's it's uh, really changed. Don't say anything. <laughs> when you retire, it, you you get so much. When you're not under that policy book, and you retire, you can speak so much freelier. But when you, I'll just beep beep anything you say. And then, what made you want to go into law enforcement? Uh, it's just pretty much everybody wants to go into law enforcement. We want to make a difference, right? Um, I think it's a very unique calling, uh, law enforcement. But then, even after you get into the law enforcement community. Um, there's unique officers we all know um, yeah. that actually they're there for the right reasons and uh, we're there to actually hunt down and find violent criminals that people don't want on the street. Yeah. Um, very passionate about finding those, the gang members toting guns and mm -hmm. drugs and that's mm -hmm. kind of why I got into the canine work because uh, I love the narcotic side of um, law enforcement. That was my passion was narcotics. Yes. I spent most of my career undercover in narcotics I loved it you can be very creative working drugs yeah yeah so it's it's I think it's I think it's the best side of uh, law enforcement yeah to work. and uh, a lot of our violent crime like you know it's directly related to guns which is directly related to drugs yeah and the gangs right and then uh, that creates the violent crime issues that you have in all over the country and yeah no matter where you are when you started police work were you like I'm gonna be canine one day that was always one of my goals. Yeah. Um, it's K9 and SWAT. Um, I was only in Virginia Beach for a couple of years, so I couldn't uh, pursue the specialized units yet. I just didn't have enough time on. Yeah. Um, once when I came in here in Lynchburg, uh, then I moved uh, and tried out for the, the SWAT team here in Lynchburg. And then I had to give up SWAT um, to get a K9 because there's just too much training involved. Between yeah, it, it does. The, both of those are training. Yeah, because K9 is a lot of training and SWAT's a lot of training. Yeah. yeah. But the two go hand in hand. Yes. Yeah, yeah. When I was a kid growing up, my favorite show was Chips. And I'm like, yes. I'm going to be a motor cop one day. And I did. That was the whole, that was probably one of the reasons, other than like you say, the action and the, I mean, it's, you can't get better adrenaline rush than being a cop. Correct. And, uh, and, and I wanted to help out the community and, and all that stuff that we say during an interview. Yes. <laughs> but it, but it's the blue lights and the sirens and the adrenaline, you know. But in it, and shoot guns and chase bad people. That's right. That's right. That's right. Hours and hours of boredom interrupted by seconds of sheer terror. <laughs> and uh, Yeah, but it, it's, it was, I, I enjoyed it. It's a great job. I'm glad you guys are in it. So, Remington Ranch, how did you guys, how and why did you start that? Where is it? So, we are in Or tell Gladys. the people where it's at. Yeah, We're Gladys. We're in Gladys, uh, down Long Island Road. We... Bought our property. Um, it's 41 acres, so it's not Ooh, a lot nice, of land, nice. but it's enough to get started and do what we're doing. Uh, back in 2021, we decided we need to be more self-sufficient. Mm -hmm. um, we need to be able to provide for ourselves more. We always had laying hens, um, and that's kind of what started the whole meat, chicken, turkey, and pig process. Yeah. 
Yeah, kind of hit the fan. Everybody knows and with COVID. Yeah. And um, there was talk about food shortages. And plus with everything being imported, you don't know where mm-hmm. um, you're getting your food from. Or what's in it. And what's in it. And uh, mm-hmm. a lot of the health issues we think that um, kids have today is directly related to pretty much what we pump into our bodies. Oh, it's, it's, it's yeah, it's horrible. We, we watch What the Health. And it's a. Uh, have you seen that? No. But it's talking about what you guys. What we do. What you just said is it's. It's they're pumping our food full of everything, and then they. You know, goes back to COVID. But they really wanted us to get that COVID shot. Correct. And I always wonder. Well, what's in our food for the people that resisted that COVID vaccine? They're going to get us somehow. Yes. So maybe that's talking. You know, maybe that's too conspiracy theory for people, but not my listeners. But you know, it's a concern. And uh, eating clean is is so much better when you know where it came from. Yeah, they're trying to put it in food now. Yeah, like put it in food, and we were both. That was another thing. We're like, we got to start this business. We got to kick it off. Mm -hmm. For one, provide for ourselves. But for two, if they force us to get a vaccine, we're we're leaving. That's right. We're gonna find other. You need a well, and you need food. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. We were both willing to um, do that, and um, so that kind of really kick-started everything but we really started from the ground up um when we bought the property we cut about 10 acres of timber yeah and then, uh, we rented big bulldozer push stumps we hand-picked rocks for a weekend which again was awful My, six hours of picking rocks and, and you know what you pick the rocks and you think good it looks good you wake up the next morning and there's thirty thousand more out <laughs> yes. there i'm like we got a rock farm here and then when it rains twenty-five thousand more pop up exactly. it, it was i rented a, a rake for for my tractor yes and thinking that that would fix it no it's just i can't believe how many rocks are just under that soil yes yeah yeah do either one of you have farming background are you learning as you go because that's what we're that's what we did yes we are learning as we yeah there's a lot of books to read there's a lot of i mean chickens are are not rocket science yeah um um and how did you come up with the name remington ranch uh, so we both like we both love the outdoors. Um, yeah. Back, rewind a little bit. Uh, when I grew up in northern Maine, my mm-hmm. dad was an outfitter up there, so he gunned, uh, guided uh, like moose hunters, bear hunters, and then he was a whitewater guide. Oh, cool! In the, uh, springtime, um, and then I had a family member come up and uh, gave me my first rifle, which was a Remington Model 700 308. Yeah. Um, and I've kind of used that rifle to hunt and yeah. ride, and and uh, so. We're just trying to find a name that like had some meaning. So yeah. meaning that was kind of like my first real rifle. Yeah. Um, or like Remington. Okay, like that's pretty yeah. cool. And then we're well, like, being in law range. enforcement yeah. and and then being a farm and in our area, that's perfect. And it's easy to remember Remington Ranch. Yeah. It's easy and then to remember. our last name's Reed. So Seth, when he designed the logo, I think the R is kind of yeah. All kind of goes together. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's cool. Um, <clears throat> What's regenerative, what is it? Regenerative farming? Yeah. I'm reading questions that she wrote. Regenerative <laughs> farming? What is that? So I can't even read it. So, so this will be interesting. <laughs> it's just um, the style of farming that we use. So you know, we don't technically need tractors or anything. So the animals work the land for us. Oh, cool. Um, so we put the pigs in pasture. The pigs will go around and till all the soil for us. And automatically the grass will just grow back. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're not putting pesticides or spray like right we're not, we're not we're not laying down fertilizer we use the chickens to fertilize the, that's how uh, god meant it to be yeah. is exactly so how you do it trying to build the soil versus 
um, like a lot of crop farming, they, they're tearing the soil down, so they got to add all these chemicals right. um, a lot of times into the soil. And um, But we're trying to build the soil back so we can run more and more animals on yeah. um, a smaller piece of land because the, the ground is so much like richer. Right, right. Excellent. That's so cool. We, our plan is to like ha- have the sheep, and the sheep will mow the grass for us, mm-hmm. and then we'll run the chicken tractors behind that, so then the chicken poop will fertilize the ground. And then the laying hens will kind of scratch through it. And wow, you got it figured out. All natural. It doesn't get better than that. And you can see exactly where we ran the chicken tractors last year. Just yeah. Just like the straight rows of how green the grass yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. My neighbor, we live on 16 acres, and he, he's got every kind of animal you can imagine. And his eight pigs just got out and completely redid our beautiful backyard <laughs> it had been raining one day and i come home and i'm like holy cow what happened and then i look over and there's eight of them just i mean they root up everything oh, yeah. like little volcanoes yes. and uh so that i was that's why i got sun yesterday i was out raking and fixing all that all day long and uh yeah i was cursing some pigs but yes. we'll eat those one day um what's pastured poultry so pastured poultry is what we do with our meat chickens um, we start them in a brooder which is just like a contained area mm-hmm. um, with heat lamps, of course. And then about two to three weeks old, depending on how cold it is, we put them on pasture in like a chicken tractor, um, which is an enclosed, c- kind of like a coop um, with wheels. We put wheels on it, and then they're moved every single day to fresh grass. So they're, you just move them the length of the, of the That's tractor. a chicken tractor. Because mm-hmm. when you said that earlier, so you're are they enclosed? Yes. Yeah, it's like a Joel Salatin style chicken yeah. tractor. So um, we have hardware cloth on the top. They have a roof over half of it and yeah. half the sides. And then there's hardware cloth around the outside. And then there's no floor. Um, so they're right on the they're right on the ground. That's cool. So they get fresh bugs and worms yeah. and stuff, and they're working the land. Yep, yeah, that's day. cool. So we don't we don't vaccinate or add any hormones right. to our chicken or any of our animals. Yeah, um, because really just moving them to fresh so they're not in their feces every single day they're, yeah. they're on fresh ground they pretty much self-medicate themselves yeah eating bugs and worms and yeah being animals yeah and then the food's cleaner yeah. um pastured forest raised pork what is that so we start our pigs in a pen as well once they're when they're babies and then we train them on electric so we'll actually train them inside the pen just for a few hours get them used to the electric strand and then we put them on pasture and in the woods. So mm-hmm. as the acorns, they love the acorns. They'll yeah. clean up your land. Yeah. Um, like we said earlier with the grass, I mean, just where they were last year, the amount of grass that's growing back is awesome. So we, and then we move them about weekly once they're there. So they're never just in a, con, they're never in a strict contained area. Um, they have probably about an acre or so at a time that they're working the land for and then we'll move them a little bit further and give them fresh grass and fresh woods and do you have employees or is it just you guys it's just, it's just us because i'm thinking like i'm looking at you like that's a lot of work it's that is a lot but of work. for full-time jobs working with you know you guys got full-time jobs plus that that's a lot of work but it's yeah. going to play pay off for you in the end rotating I mean, shifts is what makes it tough because we both work days and nights she rotates every four weeks i rotate every six and so it makes it it makes it difficult. Yeah. Uh, definitely, as you're, you're tired a lot of time because we do this full time and then we work full time. Yeah. 
If we're opposite days and nights, it's a little bit easier because one can do one feeding and one can do the other. Right. When we're on the same days and nights, it's a long day. Yeah. We, we've got we've got bees and uh, we've got four hives and then we've got, we only have nine chickens, a little bit less than what you guys have. <laughs> we only have nine chickens, but um, we we enjoy working it together. Yeah. You know, it's just, hey, let's do this. We, uh, yesterday was just a work day, you know, with, with the so-called, so, our so-called farm. Um, but it's fun. It's enjoyable to work it together. Yeah, it's, it's uh, that works. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, and um, do you have laying hens or or uh, or eggs? That's kind of a joke, a little bit. Yeah, because uh, and then the first, same thing. When we first, yeah, when yeah. we first got it, uh, I would say started. We weren't really started with anything. My dad ended up giving us like ten laying hens, and then um, Carrie like is like a huge thinker. She's just got like. She's always thinking bigger, uh-huh. and um, so then we just started growing from there, and then expanding out, and um, and now we're at. His mom was came down yesterday and was joking with us. She's like, "I remember at your wedding, you told me you wanted chickens one day, <laughs> and now we have about two hundred and ten laying hens." Wow! Wow! So Seth ended up building what we call an eggmobile. He took like an old hay wagon and then built a coop around it. Yeah. Um. So there's roost in there. We have. Um, automatic feeders and roll away egg boxes so you'll just we'll hook the four-wheeler up to it and move it daily or not daily sorry um every Every few days days. yeah just so that again they're getting fresh grass and Mm -hmm. too much poop doesn't build up in one area right and we we contain them right now with poultry netting just um because it's so many of them and we want them to fertilize a certain amount of grass Mm -hmm. predators Yes. Yeah. We have like predator issues. Every everyone has chickens. Yeah. Everything is chicken. Yeah. <laughs> we've had hawks. We've had owl, raccoons, fox. Yes. And uh, and the hawk is protected, I think, by law. Yeah. So you can't. Well. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the hawk is protected. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's sad because you know you work hard, and that's for us. Those eggs, we sell them just you know to friends. Give them to friends, but um, those eggs are your a source of for you your guys income, livelihood, and food. You yeah. know, I can't have a, a predator taking them out. Cool. Yeah, the um, electric has really helped. Yeah, it keeps ground predators. Yeah, out anyway. Right. Ours are locked since we only have nine. Ours are locked every night. We walk down there because it's cool. Chickens. I mean. There's my Florida friends who are listening to this city kids, you know, city boys and girls. But it's cool because the chickens will go home at night in the yep. in the in the hen, in the coop. And you just go down and lock them up, let them out in the morning, so you don't yeah. have to round them up. Which is we which we is shut good. them in as well. Just and then we have electric around that. Do you have roosters? We have three roosters. Yeah, do they chase you? Yeah, they, yeah. I mean, we got yeah. one that's real mean. He'll yeah. The, he, he really doesn't like me. He doesn't mind carry as much. Yeah. <laughs> That's the same with ours. Is he didn't my wife uh, Rebecca? He didn't uh, he didn't mind her, but he did not like me. Yeah, he chases me. You got to kick him every once. In a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But we have eggs in the incubator right now, so we're, he's also beneficial. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Things. Yeah. <clears throat> um, where do you guys see yourself in a few years? Year or two down the road, three years down the road. The goal is for me to leave law enforcement and be able to work the farm full time. Yeah. In order to keep growing and having more expanding. Something's got to give. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We're really thankful for the support and the amount of growth that we've had. Yeah. Um, it's just some days. Some days are long. Yeah. Some days are hard. And we sell at the Lynchburg Community Market right now. About every other Saturday, mm-hmm. what we were doing in the spring, we don't have anything to sell right now. Um, and in order to keep 
growing growing and being able to be at the market right. we have to be off on the Saturdays yeah. and we work every other weekend yeah so hopefully we'll be able to make that happen but on the flip side at least you have a paycheck and you've got a paycheck to kind of support all this growth you yes. know that you're doing that's that's the good side of it is you got you got some income to, to build it up and then if you decide to leave law enforcement you got that yeah that baseline yeah <clears throat> uh, what what kind of animals do you ultimately want I would like sheep. Carrie wants everything. Mm-hmm. Just wants you might everything. as well. 41 acres? Yeah. yeah, you might as well. Carrie wants bees and all. You know, I got to like, okay, like one thing at a time. Yeah. She likes to get animals or she'd be like, okay, let's just bring it home. I'm like, okay, we don't have a pen yet. Right, that, right. We can't support that animal yet. But We've been doing bees for about 10 years and it seems like it's getting tougher and tougher. Those, those, they just get so many predators after them. And so much going on with bees, and we we yeah. see it's like every year we got to stay on them more. The reward is good, um, especially for a farm, yeah. you know, because they'll work the farm too. But uh, we just see that it, it's just they've got so many the mites and the temperature change, and I don't know if it's these cell phones that are sending out weird signals to them or something, but they've they've got a decline in colonies where they just they're they're losing it's like they're they're losing their strength and. Um, when I started as a cop, I uh, in '84 I started teaching radar, <clears throat> police radar, traffic radar, and uh, and the instructor in Jacksonville said, if you could, this was back in probably '89, um, if you could see all the electronic beams that are around us, you wouldn't be able to see 20 feet in front of your face. That was in '89. I can't imagine what it is. Now. What it is now. What's just right in the room right now with mm-hmm. all the cell phones, towers is that that we're exposed to and and then i have heard i don't know how true it is but i've heard that the bees that's really affecting the bees their navigation system yeah and so yeah but if you got 41 acres at least you got a buffer where you know where you're out of there a little bit more yeah we'd like to get the pasture fenced in um and then obviously get some cows we don't have the land to run a lot of beef but just a few cows we like to get sheep and then I threw in the emu the other day. Because um, <laughs> a lot of people in our area have alpha gal. Yeah. And yeah. that's something that they can eat other than chicken. Right. So we'll definitely keep expanding the chicken. Pasture poultry just tastes completely different. Than- yeah. Oh, it does. It does. The first first couple of chickens we ate, uh, and even the eggs, yeah. they look different, taste different. And that's because, and I thought, oh, it tastes different. Well, it's you got to. I think you got to get acquired to to it because right. we're used to tasting the chemicals yep. and the additives, and then when you taste it, it's, it's more of a, a raw taste. But it's you know you're eating cleaner. Yeah. Do you get to take your dog home, the police yes. dog home? How does he or she? He he. How does he get along with the chickens and? So they don't. He doesn't mess with them really. We've got three dogs, so we got two pets and then the okay. dog. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, they kind of live separate lives. They're pets and working dog, but he yeah. doesn't. He doesn't mess with the. Uh, Animals. Yeah, sometimes we, he'll like kind of like chase him a little. Yeah, bit, but, uh, our Doberman was very gentle. We yeah. we tell him easy, easy, and he'd be gentle with the chicks and the yeah. So you sell right now? You sell pork. Yep, pork, eggs, chicken, and eggs. And you sell chicken meat. And we got turkey. Well, we have turkeys, and uh, we raise turkeys out for like the holidays as well. Yeah, for the fall, Thanksgiving, Christmas time. Yeah, and how do people get a hold of you? What's the what's the best? I know you got a Facebook page, website. 
The website's coming soon. Okay, yeah. I don't have that yet, but our Facebook is probably the easiest way, and then we have an email address, which is just RimmingtonRanch2021 at gmail.com. RimmingtonRanch2021 at gmail.com. And then you have the Facebook page. Yep. So what we what we should do, <clears throat> a lot of my people that take my classes are on the same sheet of music. Is you know They're pro-gun, they're survivalists, they're preppers, stuff like that. But it would be cool... Um, we do a lot of events in the parking lot, spring, summer, fall. You've Seth stopped. Seth actually by. came here. Yeah, I was. I, was, I brought my dog here. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> That's right. Um, so we should do some events. You guys bring some eggs and and chicken meat and pork, whatever you have, and sell it because yeah. my people that are listening right now are all over that. Yeah. You know the natural part of it. Yeah. I've heard also that the antibiotics that we're eating in our food now are making us more resistant to antibiotics from when we get sick or yeah. an infection or something. So yeah, it's good clean eating. What are you going to say? You guys, you look like you're getting ready to say something. No, I was just <laughs> we, we uh, one of my old coworkers got cancer, mm-hmm. and that's one of the first things that they reached out to us about was the food because of how clean yeah. the food is compared yeah. to buying food at. At the store, everything is pumped with everything. Something. When I was a kid growing up, people that got cancer were people that were extremely overweight, yeah. or they smoked, or did drugs, or you know whatever. Now it's you could go to the gym, eat right, well you think you're eating right, and you get these horrible sicknesses. And it's it's in the food. Yeah, it is. It's in the food and the water, everything. I'm always careful about sodium. I'm just sensitive to sodium. And if you look at the labels, everything is jacked with sodium. It's yeah. it's ridiculous. We don't have any plans of having kids, but we talk sometimes. Like, if we did decide, if we ever changed our mind, what's one of the things that we would want to do? And one of it was, like, to make baby food. Right. With, uh, with our food, just because. Yeah. You could still do it. Yeah. 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 That's a, <laughs> I mean, that's to... a market for it. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, like, we're not health freaks either, but, like, just knowing where your feed comes from is important. Yeah. Knowing like actually what's in it. Like we're not, we're not like, okay, we can only eat organic. Or only oh no. This, we're, like, like yeah. That. But um, even like for the listeners, like it's, it's a lot easier than you think just getting started. Yeah. Just have a few chickens back. Yeah. Chickens no matter where you live, even in the city. A lot, yeah. A lot of places allow. Yeah. Just a couple laying hens and they're real easy to take care of. We should do a workshop here uh, where you guys just talk about how you got started, how to start chickens. Because we did a lot of trial and error when we were starting ours, you know. What? Yeah. Oh, well, we shouldn't have done that. Should have done this. And uh, yeah, that would be cool. Do something. Just a workshop here. Yeah. A butcher chicken. Have, yeah. Like all of our rounds last year, we just learned every single time. Like we did a little over a thousand birds um, last year just for meat mm-hmm. production, and um, we just every round just seemed to get a little bit smoother, even processing. You do. It yeah. Would be, it would be cool to even like. It'd be hard here, but. To like bring some of your, your your folks and followers out and then show them just basic a tour of the ranch yeah yeah and how to process a how chicken you, how to process a chicken yeah. how to hand pluck it or we yep. have equipment that does it well the main thing is uh people had better be ready out there i mean like we're talking i don't know if we said it on here or off here but i've got a lot of um a lot of people that don't like guns, petrified of guns, they're coming now here to get their concealed permit. Yeah. Because things are crazy. So what you guys are doing is a much needed product that you're supplying to the community, but even your knowledge is just, people out there had better get ready. Because we're gonna face, if, if, if depending on 2024 election, either way, we're gonna face some hard times. Mm-hmm. We're facing hard times right now. Yeah. 
And that's exactly why we got started. Yeah, yeah. Well, we yeah. saw in COVID how they just completely shut everything down. Mm-hmm. And that was a test run. Yeah. Anything else? <clears throat> excuse me. Anything else you want to add? Not really. Say your contact information one more time. Facebook page, Remington Ranch. And what's the email address? Remington Ranch 2021 at gmail.com. Okay, cool. So they can follow you. If you're on Facebook, uh, you have Instagram? Yes. The uh, Remington Ranch Instagram? Yes. So follow Remington Ranch uh, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, you guys got a lot of stuff, a lot of pictures. You do Sunday support business? Yes. That's cool. Do a small business Sunday just to feature a few small businesses in the area. Right. Um, I feel like... Yeah, it's not all about us. Like, we don't want it to be about us. We want it to be about right. the community. We want it to be about small businesses because we yeah. all have to support each other because we all work together. Um, and it's... Yeah, what are you we, we do host some small business vendor events. Mm-hmm. Um, this will be our fourth event, May 6th, that we have turned into a benefit for uh, Abby, the little girl with cancer. Yes, yes. Um, and then we're created a t-shirt for her um, that we're doing a pre-order until March 17th for so if you want a t-shirt send us a message yeah yeah and and that money goes to support her medical bills yes tell us a little bit about Abby so Abby is um, a local girl that goes to Tomahawk Elementary that has cancer Um, she's doing some treatments in Charlottesville and Fairfax so we wanted to do something just to help her family be able to not have to worry about the financial aspect right. of it. Just the travel alone. Yes. The, the fuel to and from. Um, so 100% of the proceeds from the t-shirts will go to Abby and her family. Yeah. We had, his family had a pretty big medical scare about five years ago now. Um, and just the amount of support that, that the community gave us, we felt like this was a way that we could say thank you. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And give back to us. Yeah. Give back a different way, so... It helps. I mean, even $3 or 5 because it adds up. Yes. If a bunch of people give $3 or $5, it adds up. Yes. But the, the the travel and then just the stress, that's yes. it's got to be. Sometimes, Food. yeah, sometimes it's not as, it's the stress really isn't on the person that's sick. It's the caregivers. Yes. We got to remember them too. Yeah, that's great what you're doing. And that's all on the Facebook and Instagram it's, page. Yes. Okay. And the event's May 6th. We'll have a silent auction. Mm-hmm. Um, all the items, uh, items donated will be, all the proceeds will be given to her as well. And then all the, the t-shirts. Excellent. Good. That's good. I'm glad you guys are doing that. Um, do you slaughter your chickens yourselves? Yes. And, and pigs? We slaughter a pig for ourselves, yeah. and then in order to sell it, we have to take it to the butcher for USDA. Okay. But you guys do the chickens? Yes. yes. My wife was doing one once, and you know how you put it in the water? to Yeah. To, well, she went to throw one after she had already started halfway doing it. She went to throw one in a big bucket of water, and it splashes up on her face. <laughs> all that nasty, and she's got like just... I won't describe it, but it's just gunk all over her face. She's like, oh, oh this is gagging. Yeah, so lesson learned. Um, yeah. The processing days are, are interesting. Yeah, you always long, covered mm-hmm. in long days. And mm-hmm. good stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I appreciate you guys um, being on. And um, uh, it, again, follow Remington Ranch on Facebook, uh, Instagram. You can email them at that email address we gave. Ask them questions, guidance, uh, purchase... Uh, food yep right eggs yep yep excellent well thanks for listening you guys and uh you've had another episode of t4 tactics and if you follow us on instagram facebook um we'll be putting out some more thanks have a good day